What's up, people? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds. This is a production of the Quinnipiac Podcast Studio. This is season four of a podcast about students from our School of Communications. I'm your host, Chris Rausch. In this episode, I interview Nicholas Busier. He's a graphic and interactive design student here at the school. We're going to talk about his major. We're going to talk about his internship uh, this past summer. And we're going to talk about him working on the help desk here on campus. This show is produced by Tino Mayoni. He's a student in the School of Communications. Thanks for listening. Nicholas, welcome to the show. Glad to be here. Thanks for inviting me. Sure. Uh, Nicholas, uh, I, I want to start by talking about your internship this summer for Electric Boat. Mm-hmm. It's not every day that a graphic and interactive design student works for a company that makes submarines. Yeah, that's definitely... Um, How did that happen? A special one. Uh, it's mostly just... I thought it was just a great opportunity. It's something I saw um, just scrolling through LinkedIn one day. And I was like, oh, I could probably do that because the advertise the advertisement just said human resources intern. Okay. But as I was going through, I was like, graphic design is I kept seeing like, oh, you can uh, like produce like like uh, help produce the advertisements for like uh, electric bow. And it's like help create like different designs for the flyers that like for electric bow. And I was like, I could probably do some of that. And it was just a one shot um try where i was just i was like i'll send it out there let's see what happens and surprisingly they came back and they're like hey i would love to like have you come in for an interview and i was like okay great and i met my boss the first time that day um we really just like had a good conversation and she right there was like hey i'd love for you to intern here and i was like that'd be great Uh, it's like such a great opportunity like thank you so much and um yeah then that summer i was able to like kick it off I got to meet a lot of the graphic designers that worked in the HR department, also the ones that worked for, like, the entire company, um, and also just learn a lot about the day-to-day that actually goes on within a company like that. Like you said, it's like, they built some Marines. That's crazy. <laughs> it's insane that it's, uh, you think about it, it's like, that basically almost every company needs some kind of communications in it, and graphic design is, like, no different. It's... Uh, insane that you can just almost any job in the world you could just uh pick up and yeah it was so interesting getting to work with um that team and uh being able to kind of understand a little bit more about the rules that go behind it because especially for a job like that is working a, a lot with the government and um what you know you can and cannot do so it was definitely a learning experience but it was it was one of my favorite internships and jobs thus far so did you actually get to do graphic design work? Yeah. Within the summer, tell me about that. What yeah. did you do? So uh, my first assignment right off the bat, I think it was my like second day, they just handed me a laptop and a monitor. And my boss comes over and she ha- she shows me this um, flyer from, it almost looks like it was made in like 2004. It, it has that classic, like it, uh, you designed it in like PowerPoint kind of look where it has like, the big blocky text letters that like is the default uh in like powerpoint and it was clearly very dated and i was just like a hundred percent i could definitely do something with this and i took it home that night and i whipped up a couple designs just to make it look a little more modernized um make it look like something that i don't know like i would be pr- i would just like proud to see even like if it was just sitting on a desk like um just like popping around i think for that one it was a career fair for i believe it was a yukon career fair that was going on during the summer and it was just a 
I was like, I just produced something that I thought I was like, oh, this looks really good. It's a lot more modern. I think this is the kind of the direction I think we should probably go because I feel like that puts off a better uh, feeling for the, what the company wants to hire. They really want like these younger, like college students to start working there. So that was what I tried to like aim for. And I gave it back and she's like, I love this. This is great. <laughs> I was like, awesome. Um, and from there, like I just, I did a lot of the like side work for, um, career fairs for our internal career fairs. Um, I did some work for like our business cards that, um, we gave out to, uh, all the, uh, hires for our walk-in Wednesdays, which is like a little fair we did that, um, basically anyone can come in, get an interview for a job. And, um, we'd basically just like give them a time and like a date for like the hiring manager to come in. And we basically just use that. So, like, almost everyone that came into the office actually, like, saw some of my work. So, I was, I was so happy. It was, like, the first time I was actually able to produce something that was widely used. <laughs> so, will this be something that you will pursue after graduation? I mean, do they want you back? I, I have actually. <laughs> what do you say that? I have actually already heard back from my boss before. And she's like, hey, if you want next summer or even this winter to come back, um, we'd love to have you in. And I was like... Hey, I mean, if I have some spare time during the winter, 100%, I'll definitely come back because it was just such a fun opportunity. The, all the people there were so nice. And it's also so unique of a job. Like, basically, like, advertise for, like, the submarine company, like, for the U.S. It's crazy. So, 100%. If I had the opportunity, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely going to go back this winter probably. <laughs> okay, so so big question I'm sure that's on a lot of l- listeners' minds. Mm-hmm. Did you get to go into a submarine? I... Almost did. I <laughs> almost. I went on two shipyard tours because EB has um two main ship like bases. EB like in Groton, the one that most people know about, is where a lot of that work goes on. And <laughs> unfortunately, we were just about to go in, but they just started some work that was classified like an hour before we were about to go in. And then our tour guide was like, we can't go in right now. We would have to come back later. And it was so devastated because it was so cool. Like, we were, we got to see many parts of it because when you're in the shipyard, you get to see – you can still see, like, into, like, the parts that are, like, not assembled yet. So Under the, construction. The different modules, yeah. They have, like, usually, like, four different modules that they work on at a time. And um, we could see into those, and those are really cool. It's obviously you can't walk into them because they're all under construction, like yeah. a lot still. Yeah. But the ones that were like uh, fully constructed, like I was so I was so sad to not be able to go into one of those. Maybe but it was next summer. Next summer, I, I was like, I hey, if I come back, I'm gonna I need to get into one. <laughs> have, have you ever been in a submarine? I have actually. Yeah, I have I'm, too, and it's that's a small space. Yeah, if I'm not it, sure. Have you been to that one? I think it's in like New Hampshire or something. No, I've been in, I've been into the one that's uh, at the dock in Mobile, Alabama. Oh my it's god, a, it was a World War II submarine. Really? Yeah. Oh my and god, it's tiny. it is small. There's one that's in, I believe. It's in New Hampshire okay. somewhere, uh, and it's my dad because my dad also has worked at Electric Boat, and he's such a submarine nerd. And he every time we go to uh, uh, to New Hampshire, we always stop by the submarine that's like sitting there, and it kind of like every time I forget a little bit about like what it's like inside, it is so small. I'm I'm surprised that crews can like live in there for like months on end. Yeah, it's I crazy. <laughs> Hey Nicholas, how did you get interested in graphic design? What uh, what's the what's the draw there? Yeah, I mean, at first, 
I wasn't really sure what I wanted to do, especially when starting here. I feel like a lot of students like feel that way where they're when they first start, it's such like a like there's so many options, especially here where the communications program is so in depth and there's so many different things you can do. Um, for me, I always liked graphic design in high school. Um, my high school was surprising where they had actually quite a few graphic design video production kind of classes. Where'd you go to high school? Um, the Morgan school in Clinton. Okay. Um, so we had a like basic graphic design, like intro class. And I really liked that. And our, uh, teacher for that class, Ted Enoch, he was so nice. He was just like, um, always so open about like what he really liked, what he, you know, like thought needed improvement. And, um, I really wanted to like pursue that further. And so as I kept going, we had like, uh, the like second graphic design class. So we had our graphic design production. And even after that, I actually did just, uh, independent study with him just to learn a little bit more about like what you can do, because it was of my first experience working with like Adobe stuff, like Photoshop, Illustrator, all that kind of stuff and that really was just like eye-opening to me where i was like i think i could actually probably do this this is really fun it's something interesting it's something i've actually just never done before too um and that was probably the first time i was like i think i could actually probably do this and as i was going into college um i still wasn't like totally sure i think my first major i i set up for was advertising and i believe that's what i when i first had your class in freshman year I was doing your class and also, like, a bunch of advertising classes. I was like, you know, it's like, this is great, but I kind of, like, miss a little bit of that graphic design aspect that we had before. Um, So as I went into my second year, I switched over to graphic design, and I haven't looked back since. (laughs) All right. And, uh, Nicholas, how did you decide to come to Quinnipiac? What was the attraction? Honestly, this school is just really beautiful. Like, the... I was so surprised because I don't live that far away. I'm maybe 30 minutes away. Yeah. And when I came on campus, I was like, this is the first time where I was like, this is a pretty stunning campus to look at. Just like, it's so like, it's so nice. It's well-maintained and seeing some of the facilities that they had. Like, I remember one thing that always stuck in my mind was when we went into the school business and we saw the television, the television production room, the McMahon studio. Yeah. The McMahon studio. I was like, wow, that's crazy that they have, like, this is, like, professional equipment. Because uh, my, one of my last classes I took in high school was a television production class. And I was, I was like, really into what we were doing. Uh, but you could definitely tell it was, like, it was a high school level production. It was very small. We had, like, a very small mixer, a very small, like, uh, team together. But just seeing that in here at Quinnipiac... It was amazing. I was like, wow, they really actually are trying here in the communications department. Especially for me, because I knew I was probably going to do something in communications. I just didn't know what yet. And compared to, like, almost any other school I went to, it was just, there's no competition, basically. <laughs> I knew, I was like, this is probably the place I should be. Um, so, yeah, it, it, I felt like, for me, it was just like a no-brainer. And also, I won't lie, the money was pretty good that they gave me. <laughs> All right. And you're also in the plus one program. Yeah. So, uh, what was that attractive to you as well? A hundred percent. That was one of the main things because uh, I had, when I was down to like my last two schools, I was deciding between. I believe it was UConn's um, communications program and Quinnipiac's. I thought that getting a master's degree in the same amount of time as I was getting a bachelor's at UConn was such a better deal, and for basically like the same amount for me. 
I was like, why would I not just do this program? Why would I not just go out there? I could just get this, like, I can get my bachelor's, get my master's done. And that's also very desirable in the job market, too, because it shows, like, that determination. It shows that, like, perseverance to go through and, like, really should, like, have um, you stand out from, like, all the other applicants as yeah. well. So yeah. I thought it was, like, obviously, I, I had to choose this. <laughs> I, I realize you still have some time left at Quinnipiac, but but what do you want to do with your life? What's a give me like a career goal, or or what's going to be like a job goal five years post graduation? Um, probably I don't know. I would love to just be able to do some kind of like design for like a tech sort of firm, tech companies. I really like the way that um places like Spotify, almost for example, or even Google are utilizing graphic designers in interesting ways to make their either just their websites to make their promotional materials just something that's like stands out from the crowd like i one of the my favorite things is the spotify end of the year wrapped uh just because it's always such a unique way of showing off like your personal preferences in like a very detailed and design-centered way because they Every single year, it looks different. It looks slightly different. They do something interesting. They do some kind of cool aspect. And even something like the Google Doodle or something like that is so cool to like see how a graphic designer or how um, information teams can come together and combine and like do different work together um, to make something that's really cool and like that actually is seen by like a really wide audience. And I think that just really interesting and i mean i would love also something i'm really passionate in is also like web design and ui design because it's part of our everyday life now is when you just open up your phone like if i have my phone in front of me i like the way i interact with my apps the way i interact with my like phone if i just want to see what notifications are on like what happened today someone texts me and like every single thing is laid out in such a way where I feel like it's intuitive to me and being able to study and learn about that, I think is also just really great. And that's why I love taking like my web design class and also next year with the mobile interaction class. All right. Since you mentioned the Google doodles, do you have a favorite Google doodle? Cause I have a favorite Google doodle. What's yours? <laughs> my favorite is the one they did for Freddie Mercury's birthday. Mm-hmm where they did Don't Stop Me Now, the, the Queen song. Oh, my God. Yeah, I do actually remember that one. Yeah, that was a cool one, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like I don't have a, like a definite favorite. I really just like um, – they did one that was really interesting that I remember – That the reason I brought that up was I think it was beginning of COVID, and I was locked in my house, and they had a Google Doodle that was a very interactive that brought you through like everything about – covid oh and it gave you like different statistics so information informational way yeah. where they brought you through what is happening yeah. in a de- like a easy and decongestible way and i really loved how they did that yeah. that was like, the one that was like i love that combination of good information with good design yeah. where it felt like okay this is okay i understand what's happening now especially for me when i was abroad basically exactly when covid started I was, it was just like a frightening time because I came back to JFK airport and there is no one there anymore. <laughs> yeah. That was the craziest part for me. I was like, yeah. wow. 
So, mm-hmm. yeah, 100%. For, All right, <laughs> we're, we're about out of time. I got two more questions for you. Yeah. Uh, help desk. Mm-hmm. I ran into you at the Quinnipiac <laughs> help desk earlier this week. What yeah. do you do on the help desk? Uh, this year I am a technology support supervisor. Ooh, I know. That got a important. Big title. So basically I'm just helping out um, everyday students on campus uh, anytime they have a problem. I know first week woes, we have a lot of people that need like help printing, Wi-Fi troubles, all these different things. It always it always happens. Okay. <laughs> I'm no I you know what? I'm I'm also a victim of this. I always have problems and I'm like Thank God I'm working at the tech center. <laughs> I can go, and there's probably also someone there that is smarter than me. And I'll be like, "Hey, this has been happening. I like, I don't know what's going on." And then they're like, "Oh, don't worry, I've I've, I've experienced this." I'm All like, right. "It's so great to have that um, available to students here, and I'm always happy to help anyone out." <laughs> All right, last question, and and you know this is coming. <laughs> yeah, the motorized skateboard. Oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> how long have you had it? And 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 how often do you, I mean you ride it to camp to classes right Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's pretty cool. It's so fun. It's <laughs> it's honestly one of the best purchases I've ever made. Uh, I think I've had it for four years now. I probably should get uh, like a new one. I feel do like you the, crash a lot. <laughs> I used to be prone to crashes. I was so bad at it but, but you've gotten better i've gotten so much better All there right. was one time at the uh, i was at um the hammonasset beach down in madison and i was like i crashed one time i was like i will never crash again like that <laughs> i it was like such a bad like i Scrapes, fell over and it was burns, just it, it wasn't like too bad i just got scraped up a little bit the worst part was there was like three families surrounding me and they're like oh are you okay i'm like no i'm fine i'm fine i'm fine and they're like helping up and these kids are like looking at me it's like he fell off the skateboard <laughs> but it's it's so fun to ride around it's one of my favorite things to do i haven't been able to do it too much because i'm on york this semester but still it's like anytime i can you might see me like sometimes riding down this road or also on the greenway trail that's like right over here the canal trail I love riding down that. It's so fun because it's like a lot. It's really flat. It's really straight. I tell so. you, if you can if you can ride down the York Hill Hill <laughs> oh my God. from that campus without crashing and burning, I wouldn't make it. <laughs> I, I don't think I'd make it. I mean, that's a pretty <laughs> steep hill. It's so steep. I actually considered it because yeah. I, there was one day I had I like I just got to Canada. I think it was like Sunday. And I was thinking about it. <laughs> it was a nice day. I was like, I could go down. <laughs> if, you, if you just do a bunch of S's. Yeah, that's usually what I had, maybe, I had to end up doing. Know, like, okay. Right. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll give you a ride sometime, too. <laughs> yeah, All right. Nicholas, I want to thank you for joining us on Uncommon Grounds. <laughs> thank you so much for inviting me. <laughs> that was my interview with Nicholas Busier, who is a graphic and interactive design student here at the School of Communications. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by me, Chris Roush. I'm the Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. This show is produced by Tino Mayoni, who's also a student here at the School of Communications. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu slash podcast. You can listen to our podcast on the platform or app of your choice. Definitely check us out on Twitter and Instagram at qupodcasts. Do you have a story to share? Something you want us to talk about? Find us on social media or shoot us an email. That address is qupodcasts at qu.edu. Until then, keep your distance, wash your hands, and thanks for listening.